like I said, smarter instead of harder. Let's figure out a plan. I'm not going to waste hours of my life on something. So it was really the pro course that made me be like, okay, like Becker couldn't provide that. They could provide like a calendar, but that doesn't really help you on a day to day of like, how should you structure your day? And I think the pro course, that's where that is the difference. The pro course gave you like, how can you structure your day so that you can continue to have a life outside of this and continue to work your full-time job? Welcome to another episode of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast. I'm Logan. And in today's interview, you're going to hear Nate and I talking to Skylar. Skylar didn't start out in accounting. She actually went to school for psychology and was trying to get into law school. She was trying to get some law internships and nothing was really working. So when her friend told her about a job at an accounting firm, she decided to go for it. As time went on, she decided she wanted to jump to accounting. So she completed all the requirements that she needed to sit for the CPA exam. And that's where her story started. And right from the get go, she knew that she wanted to do this in a better way than the typical approach. She wanted to think smarter, not harder. She had heard horror stories about the CPA exam and how long it took. So she was doing research to know how to effectively complete the CPA exams. She found Superfast CPA before she even started studying for the exams. She used Superfast CPA all the way through her process. There were two things that stuck out to me in this interview. First was how important daily re-review was to Skylar. And also, she said that she was able to have guilt-free evenings with her friends throughout pretty much the whole process. She didn't have to say no to her friends when they wanted to hang out in the evenings because she had already studied in the morning and she had already done many sessions throughout the day. I think that's something that a lot of people are missing in their process, being able to have the evenings free with friends and family. Before we jump into the interview, I want to give a quick reminder about the free one-hour training webinar on superfastcpa.com. In that webinar, Nate talks about the six key ingredients to passing the CPA exam. It's free, it's one hour long, so if you haven't seen that already, go watch it. All right, with all that said, let's go to the interview with Skylar. And I pulled up your, you know, you had sent me a thank you email that I, whenever someone signs up, I just search their email address to see what emails I've gone back and forth with. Mm -hmm. And uh, you said that you found Superfast CPA before you started studying. So my original question is usually, what struggles were you having before you found Superfast CPA? Right. So that won't really apply. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess before you started studying, what had you heard about the study process or the CPA exams that you were trying to avoid by starting with us from the beginning? Yeah, so I think um, definitely have heard that, you know, the CPA exam is, um, it has to be your life. Um, it has to, you have to basically do nothing but prioritize that. Um, and not just that, but that just the, the pass fail rate was, you know, that the, the fail rate was really high. Um, that was definitely something that I was concerned about. Um, and just like that, it was a very, very long process as well, that it was going to take like a really long time. Um, so kind of all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then once you started studying and you were already using our strategies and study tools, what advantages did you find? Or I guess if you didn't have the pre-Superfast CPA, just things that came true that you found to be helpful to you? 
Yeah, I think um, definitely time. I think um, super fast, specifically the tactics. Um, I, I don't know what you're what you call them now or what you called them like back the then. Pro course, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that definitely, I would say that that really really helped me. Um, just like understanding that, um, definitely like the waking up in the morning. That was something studying before work was like the number one thing for me. Um, and I think the multiple choice, like prioritizing the multiple choice questions and not going through like reading everything, the videos, all of that, those were the things that really, really helped. And it allowed me to still have a life after work, um, and still do other things apart from just the CPA exam and still be able to work my full-time job and it not be an overwhelming experience. Yeah. Then like the app or the study tools, did you kind of use the mini sessions idea throughout the rest of your yeah. day? I did, especially when I was first studying, because so the first one that I studied for was FAR. Um, and so definitely when I was doing that, I started that in the summer. So it was kind of like a downtime at work. So it was really easy to kind of take some time um, in the middle of the day and do some of the mini sessions. Um, and then I definitely used the lectures, especially the ones where you're speaking in it. Um, those were really helpful um, for like, car drives. Or sometimes at nighttime, like if I was in bed and like I wasn't going to bed yet, but like I didn't want to like have my laptop open or anything, then I would listen to those. Um, and that really helped me like just keep repeating the same like processes over and over the same words like over and over. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's just kind of start from the beginning. So I'm guessing you got out of school or before you started your first job or just how did that all lay out as you were getting into the CPA study process? Yeah, so I kind of had a um, unique way of getting into accounting. So um, I actually went to school originally for psychology and I, got, I have a degree in psychology um, and kind of like I my goal was to go to law school, actually. Um, and, you know, psychology, it's an easy like um, it's an easy degree to not easy, but it's easier to get have yeah. a high GPA, which is important for a law school. So um, that was kind of where I was at. And I had been applying to law internships. Nothing happened for me. Um, and I had a friend that was working at an accounting firm. And she was like, hey, it was a very small boutique accounting firm. And she was like, hey, we need an intern. Um, is this something you're interested in? And at the time I was working at a bakery. So I was like, well, getting into the city, working in an office, that's better. That's more in line with like what I want to do than, you know, working at a bakery right now. Um, so after being there for a bit, they liked me. I liked them. I liked what I was doing. And I was kind of like, do I want to go to law school and spend all this money? Or do I want to just, uh, pivot into accounting and, and go back to school for accounting? Um, and so I decided to do that. So, uh, at that point, I was already working in accounting, but I didn't have a degree in accounting. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up, you know, getting the degree in accounting while working full time. So that was not really uh, studying while working full time was not a new experience for me um, when I ended up taking the CPA exam. So basically, once I was done with school and I had the credits that I needed um, to sit for the exams, I immediately pivoted towards studying for the exams. Okay. And... Where you had an undergrad in psychology, did you have to do some other undergraduate credits in accounting or were you able to just go straight into a master's? So I actually don't have a master's. In New York, you don't need a master's the, to... The um, yeah. yeah, you just need 150, which I had because I had the other degree. So now uh, I have two bachelors. I have a bachelor's in psychology and a bachelor's in accounting. Um, but oh. that... That got me to the 150 by getting a bachelor's in. Um, but I didn't have to do like a full four years for accounting because I had kind of the prereqs from my other um, bachelor's degree. 
I see. Just had to do like yeah. the additional accounting classes and then you yeah, were Yeah, exactly. Okay. I had to do accounting and some business ones as well. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. I had to, basically I was just making sure, originally I actually wasn't even going to get a second degree. Um, I was just going to take the required classes to sit for the CPA exam. But then at that point, it was only like two classes off um, from what my school would have given me as a degree. So I was like, at this point, I might as well take the extra two yeah. classes and get the degree in accounting. Yeah. Okay. So you were all, it's all kind of in a tight window. You just went from your bachelor's or accounting classes right into yeah. the CPA. What made you look into other things or like the study process? I mean, I think that it sounds obvious to me, but most people, most don't, people do don't do it. Most people don't do it. I've always been the type of person that's like, let me think uh, smarter, not harder. And uh, yeah, from the get go, I've always been like, let me set up a plan of something before I just start doing something. Um, and so the day I actually, so the day before I was going to start studying for the exam, well, the week before I was like, let me think of the best way to do this. Like, let me manage, like, let me think of what is the best way to tackle this, to approach this, the best study process, the best study tools, all of that. And so I was just watching YouTube videos and that's when, of course, I stumbled, stumbled upon, um, I think it's like the webinar that you guys yeah. have. Mm -hmm. Um, so I saw that. And that all happened the day before. It was like the Sunday before I was going to start studying on Monday. Okay, okay. Um, so then I was like, wait, okay, like, let me think. This might make sense. Like, let me try these <laughs> tactics. Let me let me see. Um, and so that's why I decided to, yeah, I've always been a, like, think smarter rather than harder type of person. So I really okay. wanted to, like, approach it methodically and not just, like, waste a bunch of time for no reason. Yeah. And along with that, I'm just curious because you're kind of talking about how you're very methodical about it. Did you also research the different review courses? Like, did you do trials or how did that go? Yeah, so uh, my firm offered uh, a few different review courses, but Becker was one of them that they offered. And I had just heard that like, that was kind of the standard. I think it's like, you know, a lot of people gave the advice of like, when I was looking it up and stuff that like, if you could afford Becker, go with Becker. And my firm was paying for any of the ones that we chose. So I was like, well, if they're going to pay for Becker, I might as well do that. Um, and that was actually a big reason. My firm paying for that was a big reason that I decided to go with Superfast CPA. Because I had a friend of mine that was studying at the same time and her firm wasn't paying for any of it. And so she paid for Becker and she, you know, paid like $3,500 or whatever it is. Yeah. And um I was like, I, I had the luxury of not having to pay anything. And so I didn't mind purchasing your course because I was like, well, I'm only paying X amount of money for like my whole study process. And like, that's even like, you know, I could pay nothing, but like, why not boost my chances a little bit higher and pay a little something when there's people out there who have to pay like thousands upon thousands of dollars um, just for like the review course in and of itself. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess this is almost asking the same thing again, but so in that position where you had Becker, you know, just paid for, um, and you know, you, you hadn't started the process. So it's like you, you weren't used to what the day-to-day -day study process looks like. Uh, I guess again, it's, it's just kind of uncommon because what will happen sometimes is people buy super fast CPA thinking it's like a full review course. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we try to make that super clear because that happens, but anyways, it still happens. Yeah. And people who haven't gotten into the process to see how hard it actually is, uh, that'll be a common thing. Like, I didn't realize this was, you know, just a supplement. I think all I need is Becker, so I need a refund or whatever. So where mm -hmm. you're there, you have Becker. What was it or what had you heard that made you think 
you might want something on top of Becker before you had even started the study process. Yeah, I think it was uh, honestly the pro, the pro course, like having the tactics, I think was, you know, the, the supplemental information of like the, um, the notes that you had mm -hmm. and the, um, you know, like multi extra multiple choice questions and things like that. Those are all great. Um, but for me, it was really the pro core that I was like, I need to get these, like these tactics, like, because like I said, I'm not like smarter instead of harder. Let's figure out a plan. I'm not going to waste yeah. hours of my life on something. So it was really the pro course that made me be like, okay, like Becker couldn't provide that. They could provide like a, you know, um, calendar, I guess it is, but that doesn't really help you on a day to day of like, how should you structure your day? And I think the pro course, that's where that is the difference. The pro course gave you like, how can you structure your day so that you can continue to have a life outside of um, this and continue to work your full-time job. Um, so yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate I, that. Yeah. It's go ahead, Logan. I think Becker, the expectation is that you're going to study after work. Mm -hmm. You see those ads where I think it's like, Pete, whatever his name is, he's like, CPA candidates, wake up. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and he's saying, because he's get, expecting get yourself a big cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's expecting you to study late at night. But, mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so yeah, the pro course I think is just super helpful in that way. And was there any, uh, were there any big like light bulb moments or aha moments when you were watching the pro course that you remember being like, okay, that is, that's exactly what I want to do or was there anything like that? Um, it was a long time ago now, so I can't really <laughs> remember for, I can't remember like the exact, you know, what mm -hmm, the pro course mm -hmm. said, but, uh, definitely the before work, definitely the morning study session. Cause it was funny. I also was going to acupuncture at the time and, uh, my acupuncturist, I told him like, I'm going to, I'm about to start studying for the exams and he's a super smart guy. And he was like, number one, like tip of advice is like study first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. Um, and so it was like the same week that I heard that. And then also looked at the pro course and that was something that yeah. you guys were saying. And so I was like, okay, like that, that's a big thing. Um, and there's, you know, there's that thing of like, when you do the thing that you're going to prioritize that, like that should be the first thing that you do in your day, the thing that is like the most important. And so that's how I felt about like the CPA. It's like, this is my number one priority right now in order to pass these exams and not, you know, unfortunately there are a lot of people who have to take it for a really long time um, or have had that experience. And so, um, for that to not be the case, I needed to prioritize it. And that was the first thing I wanted to do in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I totally agree with that whole line of thinking basically like, okay, let me see if someone out there has figured out a more efficient way to do this and mm -hmm. I'll just do that. Typically the pro course is like a harder sell, you know, because mm -hmm. a course about how to study, most mm -hmm. people just hear that general idea and just think, well, I have a master's degree. Like I don't need to learn yeah. how, how to study. Yeah. It's an you ego know? thing a little bit, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. But these are totally different than college. And that's kind of the bus yes. uh, most people run into. Yeah, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Like it is different from college. Um, these exams are difficult. They're like, a they're something that you're not used to. They're more in line, I think, with like studying for the SAT um, mm -hmm. and things like that, right? Those standardized tests. And I think uh, that was my experience with studying for the SAT as well. I kind of like was like, oh, like I know what I'm doing here. Like I don't need to go to a thing that's going to tell me how to study for this. And then I did. And then my grades significantly improved. So um, 
I think with standardized tests, it is very different from college. So uh, it is definitely something like figure out how to do this and how to pass this, not just sitting there and thinking that it's going to be the same experience that you have on your like online college degree classes because it's very different. For sure. Yeah. You just reminded me of something that I never thought about. But <clears throat> when I was doing the ACT, which, you know, similar to SAT, took it, wanted to do better. And it, I didn't read a book to get better. I bought a practice book to do questions over and over again. And that's what helped me improve my score. I totally forgot that I did that. But yeah, it just applies in almost everything that is kind of like the CPA exam. Do the thing that you are actually doing on the exam. And that's what will yeah. improve your scores. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that reminds me too, with the pro course you said earlier of like, what was the number one thing? That is also the other thing is just like, do what you're, it made so much sense to me of like, do what you're going to do on this exam. Like, what will you be doing when you hit the exam? And that is those multiple choice questions. That mm -hmm. is what you'll be doing on the exam. So like, get very comfortable with them. Get comfortable with like, how even just, I think to you, like these exam creators, they're going to structure the like questions in the same way every time that you take it. Um, and so like they have a structure for themselves. And so like the more that you do it, the more you understand their structure, the more that you get comfortable with that structure. Yes, there's right. Half of maybe not half, but a good percentage of just doing good on the questions in the Sims is having done it so much that there's all these little nuances and just it's like the skill of answering the MCQs and Sims itself, almost as much as, you know, knowing the underlying material. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also about the context, kind of like you mm -hmm. mentioned. It's the exam question context is very different than how it's presented in a video lecture or a textbook. And yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It just makes the most sense to spend most of your time on that same. I guess you'd call it exam day context. Yeah, 100%. And even when I was going through Becker, um, you know, like for the most part, I really didn't watch the videos. I didn't honestly, like I didn't look at any of the notes. I really just did multiple, multiple choice questions. <laughs> like I, from the get go, I would learn by just doing multiple choice questions and like writing them down. Um, I literally barely watched videos. I, I didn't read the textbook at all. I ordered them and then like they would just sit there and I would not really look at them. <laughs> but on a few occasions I would, and it didn't translate. Like I would watch this video with this person explaining this thing to me. And then I would go to do the questions and I'm like, I haven't learned anything here. Like, you know, I, I heard what that person said. I tried to learn it, but that doesn't help me answer this question here. Right. Um, and I don't know why that doesn't like transfer, but it just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you remember this, but in the pro course, I described that like you can test this for yourself. Go watch the hour long video lecture. Mm -hmm. And by the time you zone out a few times and rewatch the key parts, that video might end up taking you two hours. And even then, go to the questions. You still have to go through that process of being confused and figuring out how the solutions work or how the calculations work. So if you have to do that anyways, just skip that two-hour process up front. So you got into studying. You pretty much used our process like right from the start. So once you got into studying... Was there anything, like, how did that feel? Did it take a while to get used to? Or did you feel pretty confident right from the start? Yeah, I think, um, well, so what, what, what I did appreciate about Becker was that, like, 
the calendar was helpful because it let me know like which lessons you kind of need to get through in order to keep on a, on a good timeline. And yeah. like, you can schedule your exam based off of that. So that was really helpful. Um, so throughout the process, I was feeling pretty comfortable. I did, um, I always did the 30. I also cannot stress that enough. 30 cumulative multiple choice is like the absolute number one, like most important thing for studying for these exams so that you don't forget the stuff that you've learned so far. Um, and so that was like a good parameter for, uh, how am I doing? Like you said, like, were you nervous or things like I, I was for the most part kind of sitting there and being like, well, I'm getting decent grades. Like I'm getting in the eighties, I'm getting in the nineties. Like that seems like I'm pretty in line with where I should be. Of course, when, you know, the actual exam comes, you're never sure it's a brand new thing. You're going to a new testing center that you've never been to. Like now you have a time, uh, limit on it even though I tried to like time that myself when I was doing the 30 multiple choice of being like, okay, I have a minute, I have a minute and a half per question. Um, but at least I kind of was like, okay, like I'm not getting forties every time that I'm taking these. Um, I'm, I'm like in the range that seems like where I could, should kind of be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also I just remembered pretty good. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say before, uh, when you were talking about the, um, the questions and, and the videos is that, uh, with the videos you're watching and they provide so much information and uh most of the time you're not being like you've said um you're not being tested on that information you're being tested on like two or three topics per uh like chapter and so why would you waste all of this time learning all of these things when you're really only going to be tested on like two or three topics Yep. Yeah, that's another thing. When you do the questions first or the planting the seeds from the pro course, you go through the questions for a lesson or for a topic. And yeah, the pillar things like emerge from doing the questions. There will always be three or four things that multiple questions hit on. It's just letting the questions inform what's most important from each topic, how to answer those questions, the context you'll see it in. I, yeah, just, I mean, it just works so much better, so much yeah. easier. Yeah. Were there any big setbacks or life events that happened in the middle of your process? Anything that threw you off for weeks at a time or anything? Yeah. Uh, I mean, life always gets in the way. So I think for in total, I studied for the exam for like, uh, I don't know, maybe a little over a year. Um, and so of course, like throughout the course of a year, things are going to come up. Um, I definitely remember when I was taking audit, um, my, that was like around Christmas. And so of course you're like dealing with the holidays and their family and all that. And then on top of that, um, like Christmas night, my grandmother went to the hospital and I was supposed to take audit, I think like the week in between Christmas and new year's or something like that. So that was like very like, okay, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, I did take audit. It was the only exam that I failed. Mm -hmm. Um, I failed by two points. That same um, attempt, did you keep that exam date? Yes, I kept the exam date because I was okay. like, I'm already, I've already studied the majority of it. Um, and I'm also the type of person like, I'm going to do it. And like, if I fail, I fail, I'll retake it. But, yeah. you know, I didn't, I never really wanted to push my exams back because I felt like that would prolong the process. And like, you never know, like you could, you could walk in and you could pass. Um, and even that I was two points off. So like, there was a chance that I could have passed yeah. that, you know? Right. Um, so I just, I got my score and I like, uh, rescheduled it for two weeks later and I took it and I passed. So, um, but yeah, life definitely does get in the way and you have to, one thing I would say is like, 
still try to commit to the process. Like if you take a day off, it's okay. Just it's the same thing with working out. Like if you take a day off, don't get discouraged. Just like the next day, just do that thing again, you know? Um, and then to, yeah, take the exam anyway. Like if you're like kind of there, just take it anyway. Don't reschedule it. Cause you can always just retake it. Like if you oh, do yeah. fail, but then at least too, you know where you're at. Like if I would have walked in and gotten a 50, then I would have been like, okay, I need to study a lot more, but I got a 73 and I was like, okay, like I can retake this in two weeks. I can just, you know, study for two weeks and retake it. So and that, that is a good point. I do think there's value in is assuming someone has studied and actually tried for six mm-hmm. to eight weeks to go in and just take the real exam, especially if it's your first one. Because sometimes mm-hmm. people will say, okay, I've been studying for, I'll get an email out of the blue. It's like, I've been studying for six months. I'm not sure I'm ready. And that, and I'll be like, okay, go take it because yeah. it'll help to see the real thing and you'll get your real score to just see where the six months has gotten you. But then yeah. on the other hand, sometimes people will say, well, I paid for these three exams, you know, up front six months ago. And so I haven't really studied. I'm just going to go in and see what it's like. And then, you know, in that case, the exam's not even going to mean anything to you because yeah. Yeah. you don't even know what you haven't studied. Anyway. Yeah. You got to study. <laughs> you definitely have to yeah. study. And if you've studied, then see how you've done. Yeah. Definitely got to yeah. put in the work. And with yeah. these, uh, I don't know if you've heard much about like the new score releases, but these new score releases coming up, it's more important than ever to like be ready. And then, you know, obviously when you take it, you'll find out, but you won't find out for multiple months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm so glad that when I took it and obviously when you took it, it was like two weeks yeah. apart. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. Brutal. Yeah. I definitely anyway. like rushed to once the moment that I actually took three classes during tax season, just so that I could get in the like chunk before they changed the exam. Um, yeah, because it, yeah, it it is, I I don't envy, um, the people who have to wait that long. It's definitely a hard process, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, I know it changes a lot about kind of the strategy almost, but Mm -hmm. one thing I was going to ask is you studied in the mornings, right? You you said that already. Yeah. I studied in the mornings. I would study after work here and there, but, uh, Mm -hmm. not all the time. Okay. So because of that, it did kind of free you up to, it just makes your life more flexible, right? Did you have things that you, even if it was just having the evenings off, do you have any key hobbies or things that you like doing that you kept doing, made it a point to keep doing throughout the process? I wish I could say yes, but honestly, I wasn't (laughs) very hobby. Like I had just been in school for so long and working full time during it. So that like, I just for a really long time, didn't have the time for hobbies. Um, But that being said, I definitely, so working, studying in the morning, I always studied in the morning. And then after work, if I had no plans and I had nothing to do, I would sit on my couch and I would do 30 multiple choice and I would review them. Or sometimes like in the morning I would be rushing to start work. So I would do the 30 multiple choice. And then after work, I would review them. Like I would review what I got wrong and review what I got right and stuff. Um, But it was nice because studying in the morning, if a friend wanted to hang out after work, I would always go. Like I never not, I, there was never a time where I was like, no, I have to study. Um, and you know, where I live, like our, our friends, we I have roommates and stuff and we all like live and work in the same area. So um, that happens very often, like multiple mm-hmm. nights a week, people want to hang out. Um, and I was able to do that. And I didn't feel guilty about it because I knew I already got my study session in. Um, so if I was sitting on the couch and I was reviewing, um, and it was after work and somebody said, let's hang out. I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I don't have to feel guilty about it. I already got two hours in this morning. 
Yes, that's very, it's very nice to have that because mm-hmm. yeah, it, most people, the thing they hear is that this just, it just has to be a nightmare and like almost to the point you're not doing this right unless your life's a complete nightmare until you pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. It requires discipline, but yes. that's also very freeing too, you know, like you said, yeah. you never had to miss yeah. things with friends and you were still crushing the exams. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. As long as you're, I agree with definitely discipline. Like as long as you have discipline and you get your study session in, then when you have extra time, you can study more, but when you don't, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of along with that. So, you know, you got your two hour session in and then did you study throughout the day as well? That probably made you feel even better about hanging out with friends in the evening. Cause you're like, not only did I get my two hours in, I did some other stuff. Like, did you do other studying throughout the day? Yeah. I work from home. So, um, if it was a slow day, then I would take like a proper lunch break and I would study. But if it wasn't and I was super busy, then I wouldn't. So it just would depend on, you know, in the summer when it was kind of dead and I was studying for FAR, that was great. But like in January and February when I was like restudying for audit, no, definitely not. So it just depended on like what was going on work-wise. Yeah. What about, oh, the weekends? Did you study longer on the weekends or study differently or what did you do on the weekends to study? I didn't study much differently. I would say I would probably, it was probably pretty much the same. Um, I would study a little bit later. I'd wake up like just kind of as I woke up, but I would still study in the morning. Like I would still kind of let it be the first thing that I did. Um, it just wasn't that I was like setting an alarm for six in the morning to wake up to study. Um, and I would study maybe an extra hour, um, maybe two, an extra two hours. But for the most part, I would do like two to four hours in the morning and then that was it. And I would just, be done for the day. I also nice. studied every single day. Um, apart from like, maybe I miss like three days tops, but like, I cannot stress that enough as well. Like you can have a lot shorter study sessions and you don't have to like make it your whole day if you study it like pretty much every day. Cause then you don't forget that information. Yeah. 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 I got my classic, uh, my guitar hero story from when I was in college. Um, you just get really good at something you do every day. Mm-hmm. And so even if it's something as stupid as a video game, I was like playing this song on expert with my friend blowing off class at the same time. And I just had this realization, like you are an idiot. Like, you're, you're, you're an expert at guitar hero, but you're yeah. like, missing class. But that idea hit me like how fast you get good at something that you do every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. Yeah. Even for a short amount of times. Um, I think that that goes back to that discipline. Like I've now like used that towards exercise and like, I don't go to the gym for two hours. I do like 20 to 30 minute class, but I do it every single day. So it's like yeah. discipline, like that really helps with discipline. Cause it doesn't feel like this giant task every day. It seems like a manageable task, but it becomes a routine. Yes. And that, that reminds me of, uh, you know, the mini sessions are studying from your phone. It just, it's very low friction mm-hmm. to, do five questions. Whereas if in your head all day, you know that you've got to sit down and fight yourself through like a four hour study session that night, then you're just, you're stressed out the whole day before you even get to the evening. You know, just, yeah, it's just really crappy. Um, and yeah, those, the little mini sessions, if you do those every time you have five or 10 minutes, or these 20 or 30 minute stretches, it easily adds an extra hour or two of studying each day, but there's not that. So you've hit four to five hours, but you didn't have that dread factor 
of four to five hours all at one time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, those little things add up. What about any study methods that emerged in your process that you felt were really effective for you? Anything different? Um, I wouldn't say that there was anything that I really um, took and learned myself. Um, I would say I know that you um, you talk about the flashcards. Personally, I'm not, I've never been a flashcard person, but I've noticed that some people like that come on here, they say like, if they've always been a flashcard person, it worked for them. And if they've never been, then it didn't. Um, I definitely, the one thing that I did was I always took notes, um, but like I never reread my notes. It was just the process of taking the note. I think there's like this weird part of my brain where if I got something wrong, I would force myself to write it down. And the process of writing it down made me one, not want to get it wrong, and two, like, slow down. Uh, physically yeah. writing it down made me slow down and really read the question and read what I got wrong as opposed to just moving on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. That's a big part of the flashcards. Like, mm-hmm. even though you didn't necessarily do flashcards, that is a major idea behind the flashcards is that mm-hmm. you are stopping and being like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I got this wrong for, like, the second or third time. I need to sit here and make myself understand it in a way that I understand it. And then you can write it down. That's like one of the biggest ideas behind the flashcards. So obviously that helped you as well. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yes. And it's easy to think that a solution makes sense when you're just looking at it and reading it kind of in your head, but then can you write it out yourself without like looking at it? And if you can't, then yeah, you don't really know it. So that act of doing that kind of forces you to make sense of the solution or the formula, whatever you're trying to make sense of. Yeah. So that is a very valuable part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You mentioned that you'd kind of done this for a long time where you did school and worked full time and now you were Mm -hmm. studying and working full time. How did you manage, and you were probably already good at this, how did you manage the stress of doing so much? You were so busy all the time. How did you avoid burnout is my big question. Yeah, I think, I mean, not everybody has the luxury at work to kind of um, take breaks when you need to or things like that. And I know that I'm lucky in the fact that my partner was really, really supportive of me um, taking the exams and stuff. And so um, not that I had like a lighter workload, but like I definitely just prioritized the exam. Like I, I it was still a good employee, um, but I also was like the the exam is my number one priority right now. And it also is towards my career and towards this job as well. So um I never really let work get in the way. Of course, there were stressful days and stuff. But um, at the end of the day, I always signed off at a reasonable time because I was like, my number one priority right now is this exam. And after I'm done with the exam, then it'll be it can be a different story. But right now, this is the most important thing. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt too during it. Mm-hmm. And it makes that easier to just embrace that fact, right? Instead of like, I don't know, kind of... So with our approach... It's, it's attractive to be able to say, you only need to study two hours, you know, you can have your evenings free. But the over the underlying thing that has to be going on there is it is still your first priority. Yeah. So that's going to determine if you're going to get up at four or five in the morning, then that's going to kind of dictate what you can do in the evenings, or at least when you need to go to bed. Um, So yeah, but like you said, as long as you embrace that, and you're executing it in that way, when you when other things come up, like your friends wanting to do stuff, you're able to do that, you know, within the confines yeah. of 
this is my first priority, but it's still, you know, you still have time to do other stuff. And that's why I feel like too, doing that first in the morning helps because nothing could like, if I wake up, which getting out of bed is hard, of course, like waking up early, setting that alarm, getting out of bed, it was tough. But as soon as you get out of bed and you study, then it doesn't matter how stressed you got at work that day. It doesn't matter if your friend calls you, you already did that. So like doing the thing that you're prioritizing your life first definitely helps with like staying on track of that priority. Yes. It's just very, I feel like maybe this was this interview. We did like one earlier, so I can't remember (laughs) if I said this before or not, but yeah, it was, that was the biggest advantage to me of studying in the morning is how mentally freeing it was to just Mm -hmm. have that over with and not have it. I didn't have to know that no matter how crappy work is today, or if I get home at seven or eight, I still have to grind through you know, four or five hours of studying. It just, I didn't have that whole, didn't have to think about that whatsoever because it was already done. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. Cause you know, I get tired at nighttime too. And like, um, it would be very hard for me, like sitting on my couch if I was studying at nighttime to not, I mean, it's boring. Like it's boring. It's a boring thing, right? Like as easy as like this has made it and like the discipline has made it, it is still a boring thing. And like, of course I would be falling asleep if I was studying at midnight or one in the morning. Um, so yeah, I think that that, and then also you going back to your question before about, um, how did you like manage all of the things? I also didn't study during tax season. Um, I just from, I think like February, I think my, I took audit like first or second week of February. And then once I was done with audit, I didn't study again until after April 15th. So, um, that was something that I, if you have the luxury of the time to be able to do that, I know it's different now with the evolution. I don't know if that's possible, but, um, yeah, I definitely personally didn't study during tax season. You, you work in tax then not audit. Yeah. I work in tax and like accounting, uh, services. So like, uh, outsourced CFO, like, uh, controller work. So at this point, what thoughts do you have as far as, you know, now you're obviously down the tax path instead of law school and being an attorney and everything. How do you feel about that now? You know, it's really funny because like while I was studying for the exams, um, having like the pro, I also just like, I like the discipline. So like, I'm not gonna say that I like studying or like that, you know, all of that, but I do like the discipline. I think it's like helps and it's valuable. Um, And so I was like, oh, like, this makes me think I could do law school. Um, and so like a part of me wants to do that, but the return on investment is just not what it is with accounting. Like on law is just not what it is in accounting. And I'm already like so far into accounting that I don't know. It's like this thing that I'm like, maybe one day, but right now I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. My dad was an attorney and, uh, really wanted me or one of my brothers to be an attorney and then work with him. But I was not going to live in Blackfoot, Idaho. That's <laughs> that was the first reason. So, yeah, that's fair. So yeah. one of the last uh, like CPA study process questions, how did you do a final review and did it evolve over the four exams or did, did you just do the same thing each time? Uh, for the final review, I, I always went, I, I did like the Becker final review. It was funny because I was like, so Becker had, and I, I don't know if things have changed since then. I don't think for this it has, but um. I never watched the videos, like I said, but I was like, I'm going to watch the videos of the final review because I feel like they're only going to be talking about like the most important topics. They were, the videos were a lot shorter. 
So I was like, okay, I'll watch the videos for that. And I did for far. And then the other ones, I was like, eh, I'll just continue to do the multiple choice. So I like really mm-hmm. just did the multiple choice. Um, but the fe- like the Becker final review was helpful because it like condensed the questions into the most important ones. And I would just, and they were new questions too, which was helpful. Um, but I literally just did that for like the week and a half leading up to it. Nice. So I had a comment and then a question. So the comment really, cause we've already kind of moved on, but like, you know, I felt the same way. Like I wanted to apply what I like the discipline that I had earned from super mm-hmm. fast. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to go apply that to like stuff afterwards. You know, I was like, I'm going to spend two hours a day working out, you know, like, I don't know. I was, yeah. like, <laughs> it, it definitely gets you pumped. You're like, I could mm-hmm. do anything. Um, yeah. because it makes you realize that like Nate was saying, like guitar hero, whatever, like you, if you just put in the time and the effort, um, like actual good, smart, effort but if you put in the time and do that every day consistently um you could it makes you feel like you could do anything yeah did you do anything big to celebrate or just what was it like you know getting your fourth score knowing you were done uh it was definitely nice to know that i was done i also really wanted to get done with it uh far ahead of like the following tax season because i just wanted a break like well, the process was easy, not easy, but it was like manageable and doable and all of that. Uh, I just still wanted like a break where I could just like do anything that I wanted and not have to worry or like just go, to, just have work. Um, so that was important to me. And I did, luckily I did. I finished my exams, I think in July or something. Uh, June, yeah, I finished reg in June. So I had like a, a very decent amount of chunk between June and like when it got busy again. Um, my, um, fiance and I, we were just dating at the time. Um, and we hadn't been like on a big trip together. Um, and so we both were like, okay, like we had been dating for a little while, then COVID happened. So like we didn't really travel and stuff. So we booked a trip to go to Germany and Belgium. Um, so that was something. And then we actually got engaged over there. So that was really exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. So, um, yeah, that was definitely like, we knew that we wanted to do like a big trip after. Um, so that was something that we had to look forward to. So was that like last fall somewhere between when you passed? Uh, I'm trying to think of like, so I passed in June and then we went, we just went in December. So I had a few months in between. Yeah. So just cool. last month you went. Is that yeah, right? just last month okay, we were okay. away. Yeah. Okay. I know it's this funny too because the exam feels like it was so long ago, but it was only, oh yeah. it was less than a it, year ago. It it I I mean, it's crazy how fast you just your brain is fi- is like I'm free like yeah. you don't like yeah, yeah. definitely it feels like a year and a half and it. it's been yep. a half a year yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean when you're not studying every day it's just uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's such a different thing that uh, yeah it's. Just being done is like the biggest reward. It's just so, yeah. just the, such a relief that yeah. you don't have to do that anymore. So do you have your license, like you have your license now? Yeah, I have my license. I think I got it in maybe October or November, something like okay. that. Yeah. Yeah, I had all the credits I needed. I had the work experience, so I was just waiting on passing the exams. Let's see. I think we've gone through everything. The last question I always ask is just, even if it's stuff we already covered, what would be your top two or three tips to people that are trying to study and are having a hard time just struggling with the process? Yeah. Um, definitely the 30 multiple choice questions. I think that that's like probably the 
number one thing and with that studying every day like doing oh uh something that i've heard you say before um even if you don't learn new material that day do the 30 like if you don't have time for anything else do 30 multiple choice cumulative questions um because then you're not losing information um so i think that that is very important um studying every day is very important um and discipline definitely is important yeah yeah I mean, I say this all the time, but there's these key parts of it that solve a lot of problems in advance. Studying in the morning just solves a lot of problems in advance. The daily set of 30, same thing. And yeah, just being consistent. But that's what the morning makes doable anyways. Yeah. And also don't be scared to do something different. Like I know that it's weird to think like, don't look at the video, like, or I mean, not don't look at the videos, but like, you don't have to waste time on the videos or like, you don't have to waste time on reading things. I remember when I was first... So I obviously had not studied um, another way. I, from the get-go, studied this way. And so I, like, told the people in my um, job, like, oh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to watch the videos. And they were like, you're not going to pass the exams. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then, of course, like, I passed the exams yeah. with almost flying colors. So it's, like, mm-hmm. very funny. Like, don't be scared to do something that, like, you might originally think is, like, out of the box or something, especially if what you're doing is not working. Like, if what you're doing is not yeah. working, it's not going to all of a sudden start working. Yes. Yeah. I, unfortunately, most people out there just think that just blindly putting in time is what will eventually get them there. And it's possible, you know, to do that for 10 years in some cases, and it still isn't working. So yeah, Skylar, I appreciate, well, I'm glad you emailed me so that I, you know, even was aware of your story at all. I'm glad you found us and that it helped made your study process not easy, but it just makes it so it's not this complete nightmare, right? Yeah. It's like the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you doing the interview and congrats on being done. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your tactics. It definitely helped. It, it's crazy to me to think that it's like already done and like now I have my whole career to not ever have to worry about it again. So I definitely appreciate it as yeah. well. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was the interview with Skylar. I really liked that interview. I think she had a lot of fantastic tips and I'm sure you found it helpful as well. I love being able to see people from all kinds of different backgrounds coming and being able to pass the CPA exam. It just shows that no matter who you are, you can pass these exams if you put in the work and the effort and if your strategies are effective. Don't forget to like and put a comment in this YouTube video or leave a rating in the podcast app that you'd like to use. Be sure to share the interview with anybody you know who is going through the CPA exam. Thanks for watching or listening and we'll see you in the next episode.